Hi guys, welcome to Ask Jess, my new video podcast about all things clutter. We are on the eve of a new decade, a new year, and a new decade, although my 10-year-old daughter did tell me that it's only a new decade if you start counting 10 years ago. So <laughs> I guess it's just a new year. Um, anyway, I love the new year because I love reflections, and I love to think about the year ahead and our lives ahead and how we can kind of move into this new space and energy uh, with a little bit of intention. I have my top 10 tips to set you up for a successful new year um, that are really just about small changes you can make in your life um, to create change uh, in, a, in a sustainable way. Um, I always say that it's all clutter, meaning all clutter that we have is connected. So if you have clutter in your home, it's connected to emotional clutter, it's connected to financial clutter, it's connected to social clutter, it's all clutter. All clutter is connected. And so when we go through this reflective process and we start to make small changes in one area of our life, the nice thing is that it kind of has a ripple effect in the other areas of our life. So I'm going to go ahead right now with my top 10 tips for a successful start to the new year and a successful new year. And if you have any questions or any comments, just feel free to post away and I will answer them as we go down the list. So my first tip is to give yourself a slight edge by making small and consistent changes. So generally, New Year's resolutions fail because we try and do it all at once. We try to change our eating habits. We try to start exercising more. We try to cut out our drinking. We try to just be an overall better person. And many changes when you try and do them all at once are pretty unsustainable because what happens is we get pushed way outside of our comfort zone. So when you're outside of your comfort zone, your whole body and your mind and everything wants to go right back into that comfort zone. So the best thing to do if you are trying to make any changes is to make one tiny change at a time. And don't add a new change until the first one that you've made becomes a habit. It just becomes part of who you are. It becomes comfortable to you. So don't layer on too many changes at once. Do one small change at a time, and that's going to give you the slight edge that you need to make lasting, sustainable changes for the rest of your life. Okay, so that's also the title of a book, Slight Edge, which kind of goes really into this concept, and I think it's a great book if you are interested in reading more about that. That's tip number one, was give yourself a slight edge by making small and consistent changes. Tip number two, embrace the five-minute rule. So the five-minute rule is that if you have anything in your life that you can accomplish in five minutes or less, go ahead and do it right away. Do not put it off. If you can go through the mail that you got in five minutes or less, do it right away. If you can unload your dishwasher in five minutes or less, do it right away. Do not put off tiny tasks because what happens is if you start to put off something that really just takes a small amount of time, the amount of time that you spend thinking about the fact that you put it off is more time than it would just be to do it. So don't clutter yourself emotionally by putting off really small tasks. Just get them done. So that's the five-minute rule. If it can be accomplished in five minutes or less, do it right away. Tip number three, 
Okay, this is a really good one. Come up with a theme for the year that can be represented with a single word. Actually, in 2000, I forget what year it was, but a while ago, my theme for the year was slight edge because I just really loved that concept. So the thing is, once you have your theme for the year, and it could be anything, it could be um, adventure, it could be uh, savings, it could be really any intention that you have for the new year, if you can represent that in one word, the key is, though, here's the thing, you want to kind of think about this throughout the year, not just, you know, for the next couple of minutes. So what I would encourage you to do is to turn your word into a password and change your passwords on your computer, on your phone, on whatever, to be that word. So like, say that your word is slight edge, like that's the concept that you really want to embrace. You could turn that into a password by doing a couple of capital letters in there, add like an asterisk and some numbers, like whatever you know you need to do to make that a password that would work for all of your websites, go ahead and do that. So that way, every time you go to log on to something throughout the entire year, you're reminded of your intention for the year. I've been doing this for a couple of years and it really is a great way to just kind of refocus. Every time you put it in, you're just kind of like refocusing, right? Um, and also, it's a good way for you to remember what your passwords are because, and this might not be the best password advice in terms of security, although I don't, I mean, do what you think is right. But if you have all of your passwords, just be one password that's really a good one, like it has, you know, a lot of, characters and numbers and capitals and lower cases and whatever it's a lot easier to remember what your passwords are <laughs> so as long as you change it right so you change it every year maybe you want to change it every six months i don't know anyway come up with your theme for the year represent it with one word or maybe one phrase turn that into at least a few passwords that you type in frequently and that really keeps you on track with sticking to that intention so that was number three that was number three. Okay, so number four, take a break. So what I mean by this is if you have an area of your life that you really want to change or improve, consider taking a massive break around that area. So if you want to start saving more money next year, consider doing a whole week where you literally spend no money. What happens is once you take a break completely from something, you reset your tolerance for it. So once you stop spending money for a whole week, you're more prepared to spend less money the following week. Um, the same thing like if you're trying to cut out sugar, right, or reduce your sugar, just stop eating sugar for a week. And then when after that week is over, it's hard to eat as much sugar as you were eating before. So consider if there is an area of your life that you really want to improve, um, consider just taking a break, a full break for a week so that you can kind of reset your upper limit for that. Um, I actually, in 2020, am going to be running a private Facebook group um, about taking a break from spending. So it'll be a group that goes for the whole year and every month we'll have one week where we do no spending. So look for that on my social media. I haven't set it up yet, but I will in the next couple of days. Um, I think it'll be an awesome group to kind of support each other in reducing our spending. Number five, do a social media declutter. Unfollow any accounts that are not in line with your intentions and values and add in accounts that inspire you. 
So if you're trying, we'll go back to this theme of spending less money. If you're trying to spend less money, don't follow your favorite stores on Instagram or on Facebook because it's going to encourage you to spend money. Um, instead, fi find some account that is all about saving money and inspires you to do that. And so keep your social media in line with your values and your intentions. Uh, so declutter your social media and refill it up with some positive stuff that you want to help you, not hurt you. Uh, number six, clean off your desk this weekend. Clean it off. It always feels good to start the new year with a clean desk. So commit to just cleaning off your desk and filing what's on it and do, you know, start with a nice clear desk. We all love a good desk at the beginning of the year. Number seven. So, okay. If you follow me, you know that I talk about this concept of flow a lot. The amount that is flowing into your house cannot exceed the amount that is flowing out of your house if you want to maintain a decluttered house. Flow can be applied to your life also. If you are starting a project, make sure that you let the project that you're already working on flow to the completion before you bring in something new. So don't pile up a lot of stuff in your life until you've let everything else that you have going on kind of end, right? So make sure there's that flow from start to finish. Likewise, if you have a lot of commitments in life, um, you want to make sure that you're able to support those commitments. So make sure that you're not having a whole lot flowing in and not giving yourself the opportunity to rest and relax and, you know, feel rejuvenated um, because then you're not going to be able to meet these commitments. So you just want to make sure there's always that like that balance and that flow. So just in every aspect of your life, maintain flow. Number eight, do the thing that you are dreading the most first. Always, every day. If there's one thing that you keep putting off because you just don't want to do it, do it first. Get the worst task out of the way at the beginning of the day. This is a big game changer. Um, we tend to, you know, again, spend a lot of our emotional energy thinking about things that we don't want to do. It's so much less time consuming and easier to just do those things first. So if you've been putting off having a difficult conversation, tackling a project in your house that you really don't want to do, um, something for work, like say you have some work commitment that you just really put off, make that your first thing Monday morning task so that the rest of your work week can flow, <laughs> right? You don't want to have all these clogs in there. Um, so do the thing that you dread the most first thing in the morning. Commit to that for 2020. Uh, number nine, prioritize your social connectedness. So there's a lot of research that shows the more socially connected we are, the happier and healthier we are in life. And also the, there's a lot of longevity studies that link people who are very socially connected to having longer lives. So I would encourage you in 2020 to put some lunch dates with your friends on your calendar. Um, really prioritize spending time with people that love you and that you love and that support you and that you support and just make sure your social connections are um, being nourished because it's super important to our whole health in life. And number 10, my last tip is, you know, a really important one also Make sure that as we transition from one year to the next and one decade to the next decade, that you let go of any judgment you're holding about yourself. 
Um, this should be a judgment-free zone. Whatever has happened in the past is over and done with. Um, things happen for certain reasons that we maybe don't understand or maybe we didn't have enough knowledge at the time to make a better decision. Whatever it was, it happened. Move into the next phase of the year and of the decade and of your life with some love for yourself. Um, so we're going to let go of judgment, be judgment-free, and just move forward and fill that space with love. Because there's no two emotions cannot occupy the same space at one time. So if we have a lot of judgment, then we don't have room for the more positive stuff. So move forth with love. Um, that is the end of my top 10 tips. I'm going to actually post this on my website so you can download it. It's prioritizeyoursanity.com. I also wanted to quickly mention that I have a course that is launching on January 6th. It's called Clear the Chaos. Um, right now I'm in kind of like the pre-sale part of it. The, you know, I'm super excited. Um, after the January 6th course runs, the course will cost about $1,000. But right now, if you sign up before tonight, so before like 11.59 tonight, and you use the code chaosfree2020, the cost will actually be around $370. This course is awesome. It's a huge game changer. It's a six-week course. You get to keep the content forever, so you can refer back to it anytime you need to. Um, so I would definitely say, if you're thinking about it, go for it. Um, you can check out all the details at my website, prioritizeyoursanity.com. This video podcast is going to be posted on my Facebook page and on my YouTube channel. I have a, on the YouTube, I have all of the, uh, it's like a playlist for all of the Ask Jess video podcasts. Um, and if there's anybody out there who understands how IGTV works, let me know because every time I try and upload this to IGTV, it's a big old fail. Um, and I could use uh, some assistance with that. So <laughs> on that note, I am wishing you guys all the happiest of New Year's. I am so happy that we are on this journey together. And tune in next Tuesday at 12.15 for another episode of Ask Jess All Things Clutter. If you have a question specifically that you want me to address, post it um, in the comments below and I will put it on the schedule for 2020. Happy New Year, everyone.